three novels in three years. Remarkable. At the turn of the 20th century, Pauline Hopkins published three serialized novels in under three years. How did she do it? You're listening to Remarkable Receptions, a podcast about popular and critical responses to African-American novels. Magazines, especially African-American periodicals, were important venues for black writers to share their works with readers. Still, major black publications in the early 20th century foregrounded works authored by black men. And yet, from March 1901 through November 1903, Pauline Hopkins had three of her novels serialized in a major black periodical, The Colored American Magazine. What made this possible? When The Colored American Magazine launched in May 1900, Hopkins was an early contributor. The printing press associated with the magazine had already published her first novel, Contending Forces, as a bound book earlier that year. So Hopkins had connections to the publishers from the magazine's inception. By the second issue of the magazine's publication, June 1900, Hopkins was announced as editor of the Women's Column. She was the only woman on the magazine's editorial board. In an essay on the magazine's history, African-American poet William Stanley Braithwaite reflected on his experience with the publication. He reveals the unintended implications of the editorial board's reluctance surrounding literary matters and their often sexist judgments of Hopkins. As Braithwaite tells it, some board members, including the magazine president, rejected the value of fiction to the magazine at all. Others, including the magazine's managing editor, fell ill-equipped to oversee fiction acquisitions for the magazine. By contrast, Hopkins saw herself as an authority on literary fiction. And she routinely asserted her vision for the powerful role that novels had to play in establishing a legacy of black literary and cultural arts in the country. Braithwaite and the editorial board found her, in his words, temperamental. Braithwaite notes that the board found ways to work around Hopkins. They saw an opportunity to occupy Hopkins' attention and maneuver her to the sidelines. After all, fiction entries constituted the fewest number of entries in each issue. The result? By February of 1901, the board relinquished fiction editorship to Hopkins. In March 1901, Hagar's Daughter, her first of three serialized novels, debuted in the issue. In May 1902, just two months after Hagar's Daughter concludes, Hopkins began publication of her novel Winona, which concluded in October of the same year. And in November, her third serialized novel, Of One Blood, began publication in the magazine, concluding in November 1903. The effort to sideline Hopkins backfired and provided her with an opportunity to quickly produce and publish an extensive body of work. Sexist dismissal, disregard for the creative arts, and one black woman with a vision for the power of fiction. Three novels in under three years. Remarkable. This episode was written by Elizabeth Kelly and edited by me, Howard Ramsey. For more information on the project, 
Visit blacklitnetwork.org. This podcast, Remarkable Receptions, is part of the Black Literature Network, a joint project from African American Literary Studies at Southern Illinois University Edwardsville and the History of Black Writing at the University of Kansas. This project was made possible by the generous support of the Andrew W. Mellon Foundation.